the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is not John Stoggerwald. I've decided to do the show anonymously from now on. That seems to be the way to go. The New York Times published an op-ed yesterday that didn't have a name on it, so whatever. But whoever wrote it claimed to be a senior official in the Trump administration, and he or she may as well have written it that uh, may, may as well have written that he uh, saw the president running around in Melania's clothes, uh, barking like a dog. He pretty much painted a picture of an insane guy in there. He and I'm going to go with he here because I, I, I think it's a he. And if you think that's sexist, I don't care because you have no idea who I am. I'm anonymous. So what are you going to do about it? He basically said that if not for him, uh, this anonymous writer, if not for him and the the rest of the resistance, that he, he called it the resistance, inside the White House, the country would be doomed. Actually, he says it would have been doomed a long time ago. Here's a little excerpt. The president's leadership style is impetuous, adversarial, petty, and ineffective. Senior officials will privately admit their daily disbelief at the commander-in-chief's comments and actions. Meetings with him were off-topic and off-the-rails. He engages in repetitive rants, and his impulsiveness results in half-baked, ill-informed, and occasionally reckless decisions that have to be walked back. And he actually has threatened to wear brown shoes to a state dinner. Okay, I made that Last thing up. He didn't say that. But he may as well have. He paints a picture of a guy who's pretty much out of his mind. So now you keep in mind um, that a a senior official in the Trump administration could be the head chef or the senior janitor at the White House. Because even liberals in the media have been pointing out how that term, senior official, can be stretched. There's about a thousand of them. And it it could be anybody. So um, that's what you got, and and just just so so just keep that in mind. I mean, it could, a senior official means nothing in Washington these days, and um, you know. So if you're writing a story and you want to give it a little bit of oomph, you just refer to the guy or the person you talk to as a senior official, and it might be an official, but it might not be senior, and it might be a, it could be a, a senior gender. It means nothing. So uh, whoever wrote. This thing, this op-ed, admits that there there have been a lot of successes and a lot of positive results from tax cuts and deregulation and all the other things you know about that have happened under this administration in the last, uh, what, almost two years. So, um, But he also said that those things all happened in spite of the president. And he mentioned that people within the cabinet have been talking about invoking the 25th Amendment. That's the one that allows for the removal of a president if he does something crazy. You know, like wear brown shoes to a state dinner. Uh, and that's a state dinner, by the way. A steak dinner would be okay. State, you can't, you can't wear the brown shoes. And here's another possibility. Somebody at the New York Times wrote it and figured it would be a good way to sell some papers or get some clicks. You think that's ridiculous? Eh? Well, maybe it is. But as long as it exists, as long as this op-ed exists for the next hundred years, and if, if they don't decide or don't, don't figure out who it is, or they don't decide to put a name on it, as long as it exists without a name, the possibility that the New York Times wrote it exists. And there would be, there, there, there can't be any media outlet in the country that despises Donald Trump any more than, New York, than the New York Times does, although there are plenty who really despise him. I'd have to guess it'd be, have, it'd be hard to find any media outlet that dislikes Donald Trump more than the New York Times. And we're going to have the managing editor of Newsbusters on at the bottom of the hour to talk about how the media have been covering this uh, story, this editorial, 
Meanwhile, the NFL season starts tonight in Philadelphia. The Falcons and the Eagles. The Eagles uh, defending their Super Bowl championship. And I saw a picture somewhere where people were tailgating at uh, 8 o'clock this morning. They're trying to. They were reserving seats or, or spots with chairs, which is everybody in Pittsburgh can relate to. So what could go wrong in Philadelphia on a Thursday night when people have been <laughs> tailgating for 10, 12 hours and they're celebrating a Super Bowl? What could possibly go wrong? There won't be any drunks there tonight. It'll be a very well-behaved crowd, I'm sure. And uh, and it is opening up, though, tonight, this, the NFL season. And <clears throat> Colin Kaepernick's new Nike commercial makes its debut during that telecast tonight on NBC. And coming up next, we are going to talk to a columnist from Miami who called Kaepernick out last year, a couple of years ago, when he first came out with the uh, um, the uh, the idea to kneel during the national anthem. He called him out for being stupid enough to wear a Fidel Castro T-shirt to the press conference after his first kneel. And the, and the conversation between the two of them really showed what an idiot Kaepernick is. So stick around. And this is not John Steigerwald. I don't know who it is. God made our bodies complex. It's like peeling back the layers of an onion. If you're not well yet, then you just keep thinking, what else can that be? At the Medicine Shop in Oakmont and Penn Hills, nurse practitioner Joyce Gibb continues to peel back the layers to better health with solutions like high-quality nutraceuticals. Just as an example, you can't make vitamin C, and that's a great detoxification agent. It helps boost your immune system. Vitamin D, it hits over 900 parts of your DNA. And many people in Pittsburgh, since we don't live in Florida, doesn't have the sun exposure. And I've only seen one person that had a normal vitamin D level. Range on the lab is 30 to 100. Our goal would be 50 to 70 or 80. Almost everybody needs vitamin D supplementation. Give your body what it needs on the road to better health with high-quality nutraceuticals from The Medicine Shop. Call for a consultation today, 888-865-9595. The Medicine Shop, 888-865-9595. Obamacare, Trumpcare, ACA, COBRA. There are so many choices, but all seem to bring one word to mind, expensive. There are lots of changes happening in healthcare today. Fortunately, I know someone that has been on the forefront of health insurance for years, Todd Marley at Marley Financial. Todd and his team of professionals are licensed with virtually every healthcare provider in the country. They help determine which plan is right for you and then expertly help you choose the best plan for your needs and then do so prudently. Don't need maternity coverage? Call Marley Financial. Have pre-existing conditions? Call Marley Financial. Want just catastrophic or just accident? You know the answer. Worried about the penalty? All of Marley Financial plans are penalty exempt because they know how to design the plans. Most of their clients save 30 to 60%, which can add up to several thousand dollars a year. Call Todd at Marley Financial, 724-884-1496. That's 724-884-1496 on the web at MarleyFG.com. You know the moment. The workday is over. Your daily responsibilities have been met. The shoes slip off and you lie back. It's that end of day. Ah, that's the relief you'll feel when you rest on the body soothing serenity made locally at the original mattress factory. Relief from middleman markups and a hard day's work. The original mattress factory, thoughtfully made, honestly priced. Originalmattress.com. Did you know that when you buy a mattress from a retail store, that mattress is being sold for the second time? What do I mean? Well, the manufacturer sells the mattress to the retailer who in turn sells it to you with costs and markups for both parties. At the Original Mattress Factory, we have our own factory right here at our store. So the mattress you buy is being sold for the first and only time. That's why our prices are hundreds less than the mainstream mattress brands. Stop by one of our factory locations or visit us at OriginalMattress.com to see for yourself. Hello? I need help. I've been feeling so low. I just need someone to talk to. Well, I'm here, and I really want to hear from you. Why are you feeling so low? Nobody understands me. I feel so alone. Well, you're not alone anymore. I'm here. 
Now, what is it that's got you feeling low? Faithful Counseling is here to help. Our team of licensed Christian counselors want to help you get through this. We can begin a conversation when you're ready by text or phone or even video conferencing from the comfort of your own home. I'd like to give you your first week free. Go to TryFaithfulCounseling.com. Let's talk. Go right now to TryFaithfulCounseling.com. We really want to help you. It's so easy to get started and your first week is free. Go now to TryFaithfulCounseling.com. Let us help. Warning, listening to this program may expose you to toxic masculinity. The John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. Colin Kaepernick isn't playing tonight when the NFL opens the season in Philadelphia, but his new Nike commercial is going to play at some point or some points, more than once maybe during the game. Kaepernick lost all credibility with me uh, way even before I did the research and found that his cause is basically based on uh, misconceptions and an absence of proof. He lost me the first time he spoke about kneeling during the National Anthem because he was wearing a Fidel Castro T-shirt at the time. That was while he was speaking out against oppression. Uh, That's just moronic beyond belief. Well, Armando Salguero is a columnist for the Miami Herald. He noticed the same thing and called him out on it back then. He joins us now. Armando, thanks for being here, and I'm going to guess that you're not actually in Pittsburgh to cover the big Pirates-Marlins game. No, John. Uh, <laughs> right now I am at Dolphins camp, and they're playing on Sunday. And no, Colin Kastronik is not playing. That's right. Uh, so uh, you have reason to be especially sensitive to the stupidity on that shirt, and that's why you called him out on it. So can you explain that? Well, it wasn't so much the shirt. It was what he actually said when I started to ask him questions. So the background is, yeah, he knelt and he was doing his protest thing. And, you know, whatever, that's fine. Afterward, in the press conference, he wore a Fidel Castro T-shirt with Malcolm X, a picture of their meeting in the 50s or whatever it was. And I said to him, you know, dude... um, so you're supposedly against oppression and oppressors. Are you aware that Fidel Castro is on like the all-time oppressors list of the 20th century? And he was hemming and hawing and contending that it was not a Castro shirt, that it was only about Fidel. Um, one thing led to the other, and eventually he started to defend Fidel Castro for uh, his health system for his education system, for being part of a movement to end apartheid in Africa. And I'm like, you're not getting this. So on the one hand, he's doing these things that you like, but you're completely avoiding or forgetting or ignoring the fact that he's a murderer and a genocidal, you know, weirdo. Um, and he was like, no, I really like his health care system. Oh, boy. That, the here, there's, a lot of that going around, there's a lot of that going around with Fidel. I know that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, his health care system was great for the people that, you know, in Cuba, they've got these ladies in white that go on marches. Um, they don't say anything. They just take, you know, bushels of flowers and go marching. They wear white to make the point that we can't speak our minds. And what happens is that the Cuban police typically round them up and beat the crap out of them. These are women, grandmothers. And so, yeah, it's good that they have free health care because they need it for when they're hoping to demonstrate that they don't have freedom of speech and they get beaten up. Yeah, it's wonderful to have free health care then. Yeah. Well, it's it's amazing because th- this guy who is now being compared to Martin Luther King and Rosa Parks, um, and who is, regardless of what you think about his his cause and whether you agree with it, he is now the face of this new movement, or whatever you want to call it, uh, among athletes. And uh, he proved in the first 10 seconds of his um, appearance as the spokesperson spokesperson for this cause that he has no clue what oppression is uh, what systematic oppression is has, doesn't it, even if he's a hundred percent right that it exists in America which he's not but even if he were he has no clue what it is 
And he, so it, he, how does he have any credibility with anybody? That's what I don't understand. I, I don't get so, it. So explain to me what systematic oppression is, because I don't know of any system in the United States of America where people, if you are, um, I don't know, gay, if you are uh, communist, if you are black, if you are Hispanic, if you are any minority that you want to name, where the system is delineated and there are laws where you, you know, you are not equal. Where does that system exist? Because I haven't seen it. I'm Hispanic. Right. My parents brought me to this country. I was five years old. Guess what? I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> well, you know, uh, in a if if you are claiming that there is systematic oppression of black people, you'd have a hard time convincing someone how you were able to elect a black president twice. Uh, it, it can't happen in a, in a country that oppresses a, a group that's oppressed systematically by a government can't get somebody from their group elected president twice. Can't happen. Just can't. So I, I would say to you that there are rogue policemen. I have no question. Uh, who, who are not right. Something is absolutely wrong when you just shoot somebody who is unarmed right. regardless of race creed color religion all that stuff that's just that's freakish but to make the assertion that there is a there is a system in place that orders these things and that excuses these things and in fact encourages these things it, it's just wrong Yep, but people are, are are just slurping it up. We're talking to Armando Salguero. He's a columnist for the Miami Herald. Um, Armando, I wanted to I wanted to uh, I read your column, your original column, when you uh, described the the meeting between the two or the or the conversation between the two of you when you tried to get him to understand the stupidity of wearing the shirt. Uh, and in the in the column, you you point out your background. Can you just tell your story about how you got out of Cuba and? And, and and just a quick description of why uh, uh, it's uh, it's kind of crazy to even consider mentioning Fidel Castro as anything but a criminal, a thug, and a murderer. Right. Well, one of those people that he murdered uh, was my uncle. So my uncle was shot in front of a firing squad. Wow. Because he had the nerve to, you know, not want to be a communist. <laughs> the nerve of not wanting to be a communist. Uh, very, very sinful ideals. So so that happened. Uh, my parents decided that they wanted to get me out because they didn't want me fighting in a, you know, rebel communist army for Fidel Castro. And so they, they you know, got the papers, the visa, so forth. The second that happens, by the way, in Cuba... You were thus unemployed. It was three years uh, that they were unemployed because, you know, they didn't agree with communism. So three years later, we finally get permission to leave by both the United States and Cuba. Uh, at that time in the 60s, you still walked out to a plane. There were no jetways, no jet bridges. Um, we're walking out, the three of us, my mom, my dad, and myself. I'm four and a half years old. And there is a guy in a, red, in a green fatigue, you know, like we call it a guerrilla outfit. They're gorillas. Uh, he was holding an AK. I remember it like it was yesterday. And he stopped my dad and he said, and he demanded to see our papers. And my dad, you know, produced the papers for departure for the three of us. And he gave them back to my dad and he said, well, they're all in order. But I decided only two of you are leaving today. Because I can. And so, you know, a lot of drama. It turns out my dad had to stay behind while my mom and I came here. Uh, we had nothing. Our, you know, our two bags, one of them broke on the conveyor belt when it was coming out of baggage claim. So our clothes were strewn everywhere. We spent our first night at Freedom Tower. The point of the matter is, you know, I've seen what communism, what socialism, what oppression really is. I don't think Colin Kaepernick has ever been or had his family 
threatened by, uh, you know, a guerrilla fighter holding an AK-47 and told, you can't leave or you can't do this or you can't go somewhere. And I, and I know for a fact, uh, you know, the people that, that basically took him in, uh, they're white. Two, he was raised so, by two white people in Nevada and grew had a nice life growing up and four o student in high school. He seemed like a pretty you know sharp kid, but uh, he at didn't. At the point where that kid from from you know Nevada, wherever he was born, is telling the guy born in Havana and whose family parts of him got murdered and so forth that Fidel Castro is okay that he's he's good. Armando, uh, I, Armando, there I are there are people in there are people in the federal government running around saying that. Uh, Barack Obama, you can I, you can go f- easily find the picture of him raising Fidel's brother's arm in uh, 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 they're laughing as they were getting ready to go to a baseball game. I don't know what the you've seen the picture, I'm sure. Yeah, uh, and and that's everywhere. And and so the thing is, uh, you're in the media and you're you're a sports columnist, so you don't get the opportunity to write about stuff like that, I'm assuming, uh, to write about this stuff all that often. But Colin Kaepernick has sort of, well, not sort of, he's invaded the sports universe with this. And I'm sure there's going to be something tonight. I mean, so we're going to be talking about Colin Kaepernick for some reason tomorrow based on what happens in this game because they're going to run his commercial for the first time. There, I, I've got to be somebody's going to st- not stand for the national anthem. Something will happen. It's going to be in the NFL. Uh, it's going to be part of the NFL story for a long time. So, uh, how much? Uh, uh, how much do you see in the uh, among the sports media uh, an awareness that you have for the stupidity of 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 him of of Colin Kaepernick and just the, uh, and the fact that he's being exalted? He's. I, I mean, I, I've seen people compare him to Martin Luther King. Yeah, the sports media is just as liberal as the regular, you know, every other media. The fact of the matter is, this is the irony that I have seen uh, throughout my life. I I live in a community that the people that were born in Cuba were all Hispanic, obviously. We're staunch conservatives. We love America. I've seen, uh, you know, people who were, uh, who escaped Poland and Czechoslovakia and you know, the old Warsaw Pact, yep. who now live in the United States, they're staunch conservatives. Yep. Do you know why they don't like socialism? Do you know why they don't like communism? Do you know why they're not into the, the hero worship and the, the icon uh, raising of, of politicians? Because we've seen and lived uh, the facts on the ground of what that, what that brings. And it's never good, ever. Yeah, well, this uh, I got about a minute left. This guy, Colin Kaepernick, I think. I mean, just it was just the other day that they came out with a commercial to show that he's going to be the face of Nike in America. So he's obviously winning over people with his stupidity. Well, uh, that he's winning over some people. Yeah, well, enough. I would say to you that there is still a remnant, and uh, there are a lot of right-thinking folks that know that America, it's not, it's still, you know, look, we have our flaws, we have our faults, it's not a perfect place, they don't call it heaven, they call call it America. Right. It it, it has problems, but it's still the best place in the world to live, it's still the greatest country on earth, and that hasn't changed, like, in the last 200 years. Armando... You are uh, the. Uh, that was a great segment, and some uh, you said some great stuff there. And I'm really glad you came on with me. Thank you very much. My pleasure, anytime. Okay, Armando Salguero, and what's amazing is the place that he was talking about, and you heard him describe what happened when he left or tried to leave Cuba with his family, and his dad had to stay behind. He lives in Miami now. He lives 90 miles away from where that happened, which is closer than. Pittsburgh is to Cleveland. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about, well, I'll tell you what, I'm not going to tell you because I'm anonymous and I don't know who I am. We'll be right back.
With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. Day three of Judge Brett Kavanaugh's confirmation hearing and the partisan bickering turned personal. Texas Republican John Cornyn threatening disciplinary action after New Jersey Democrat Cory Booker released confidential information. No senator deserves to sit on this committee or serve in the Senate, in my view, if they decide to be a law unto themselves. During a break in questioning, Booker doubled down. I think he was just like most bullies are, a lot of talk and no action. And so let's see what he he does. I'm I'm willing to accept responsibility for my actions. Booker adding, bring it on. He asked Kavanaugh about a confidential email during Wednesday's late night session. Capitol Hill correspondent Wally Hines reporting. On Wall Street, the Dow up by 20 points to 25,995, but NASDAQ dropped down by 72, the S&P lower by 10, Oil dropped 99 cents to 67.77 a barrel. This is SRN News. Thinking about life insurance? What if you could make one free phone call and learn your best price from nearly a dozen highly rated price competitive companies? Well, that's exactly what happens when you call SelectQuote Life. For example, George is 40. He was getting sky-high quotes from other companies because he takes meds to control his blood pressure. But when I shopped around... I found him a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $25 a month. I'm SelectQuote agent Dan Savino. And believe me, if SelectQuote isn't shopping for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For your free quote, call 800-607-3551. That's 800-607-3551. 800-607-3551. Or go to SelectQuote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health issuing company and other factors. Not available in all states. As the 2018 midterm elections approach, America holds its breath. Will Democrats take back the House? Will conservatives stay the course? This is Dennis Prager. The Battleground Talkers Tour comes to the Montour Heights Country Club October 22nd. Join Hewitt, Medved, Steigerwald, and myself as we cut through the media hysteria to reveal exactly what's at stake that will determine the course of the next four years. Tickets start at just $20. Doors open at 5.30. Get details on dinner, the program, and VIP tickets now at TheAnswerPGH.com. From coast to coast, from sea to shining sea, it's a beautiful country out there. Discover it all in a new RV from Camping World, America's number one RV dealer. At your local Camping World, you'll find over 350 new RVs in stock, an ever-changing selection from America's top brands, including favorites like Coleman and Mallard of every class and size, all at wholesale prices. Say hello to a whole new world. Visit CampingWorldOfPittsburgh.com. Pennsylvania's union kowtowing prevailing wage law is an albatross around the neck of Keystone State taxpayers, good governance, free market competition, and economic growth. As the Allegheny Institute for Public Policy recently noted, if public projects are unnecessarily expensive, state and local governments are unable to tackle as many projects as they could and should. Learn more about why the state's prevailing wage law should be abolished at AlleghenyInstitute.org where conventional thinking is challenged every day. Do you dream of owning your own home? Dollar Bank's Free Mortgages for Men workshop can show you how to break the rent cycle. You'll learn the right way to home ownership with a plan to strengthen your savings and create less debt. You can even get help with restoring bad credit. Join Harold Hayes and Dollar Bank at the Free Mortgages for Men home buying workshop, Saturday, September 22nd at 9 a.m. at the David L. Lawrence Convention Center. Childcare will be available. To register, call 1-800-345-3655 today dollar bank equal housing lending this is jay hagerman of abernathy and hagerman it's been a long time since you had your will written and a lot's changed since then it's always a good idea to review your documents to ensure they protect what matters most at abernathy and hagerman we understand the nuances of elder law and how changes to medicaid veterans benefits and the tax code can affect your estate and the people most important to you so let's talk for legal help that lasts a lifetime visit a-h.law That's a-h.law. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. Looking at the Parkway East, it's really slow outbound Boulevard of the Allies to the Edgewood Swissvale exit and also inbound Edgewood Swissvale to Squirrel Hill Tunnel and 2nd Avenue to the Fort Pitt Bridge. Parkway West, slow inbound Green Tree Road to the Fort Pitt Tunnel. Now over to Washington County where northbound 79 shut down with a crash between 519 and Weavertown Road and you're jammed up south on 79 approaching Weavertown Road because of that. I'm Jenny Robinson on AM 1250, The Answer. AM 1250, The Answer. Weather. 
For this afternoon, times of clouds and sun warm and humid with a thunderstorm or two in the area, high 87. A shower or thunderstorm this evening, then mostly cloudy, warm and sticky overnight, low 68. Mostly cloudy and cooler tomorrow, but still rather humid with a couple of showers, high 78. For Saturday, cloudy and even cooler. There might be an afternoon shower, high 72, rain likely Sunday. I'm meteorologist Joe Lundberg in AM 1250, The Answer. The John Steigerwald Show, AM 1250, The Answer. Well, maybe you heard about the op-ed in the New York Times yesterday. It's gotten a decent amount of media coverage. Uh, whoever wrote it didn't have the guts to put his or her name on it. And the picture that was uh, painted of Donald Trump was not a pretty one. Um, if you believe everything that's in it, you'd be you'd be okay with someone showing up at the White House tonight and putting a net over the president and taking him somewhere very quiet. Lots of denials from people in the administration out there, including the vice president and the secretary of state, who said, I didn't write it. And, of course, the media have been skeptical and low-key with their coverage. Okay, that's exactly what they haven't been. But uh, Curtis Houck is the... A managing editor of Newsbusters, and uh, Newsbusters keeps tabs on the media. Curtis, thanks for being here. Hey, great to be with you again. Yeah, so how frenzied has the coverage been? I know that's what you do for a living. <laughs> right, it, it's been pretty crazy, so I'll give you an idea. So last night's Network Evening Newscast, which is one of the brom- main barometers that we like to use uh, as a measuring stick, uh, between ABC, CBS, and NBC, they spent 14 minutes and, 14, uh, and 44 seconds on this story, which is pretty considerable uh, if you divide it up by three and you take into account the fact that most network news stories on a newscast and also the morning shows are probably two to three minutes, if that. That's a long one. Two to three minutes would be long. Right, right, longer stories, yeah. And then news briefs uh, for people, if you're not not familiar, uh, listeners are familiar, like 30 seconds, if that, news briefs. So 14 minutes and 44 seconds is huge. And that's about the same amount of time that we saw last or the night before with the excerpts from the Bob Woodward book, uh, the snippets that we've gotten now from that as well. And so what we've seen with the cable networks is every chance that they get, they get and especially today, they've pulled away from the Brett Kavanaugh hearings because typically what happens with the Supreme Court hearing is the cable networks will just kind of let that go and they'll stop for analysis at lunchtime and when they take bathroom breaks and things like that. They haven't done that. For the most part, they've basically ignored a lot of the questioning and particularly the Republicans. They'll only go back if, like, Cory Booker did something, which he did today, Kamala Harris, which he did today, Sheldon Whitehouse just being a jerk, which he was again today. They'll just go back for that, but then uh, they'll cut away to talk about this New York Times story because that's what this is the way cable news is these days. They boil it down to one or two stories, and that's all they talk about. It's not really about the news anymore. You don't really learn a whole lot of things and becoming a well-rounded citizen. It's just one or two issues that they continually beat and beat and beat over the head, and that's the New York Times story just represents the latest example of that. Oh, no, um, I, have, and I, I don't normally say this, but in the media's defense, um, yeah. that story, uh, the, the story of someone within a White House, within a, an administration, writing something like that in the New York Times, I think that's pretty big. I mean, that, oh, you, that doesn't happen. For, so, I, I mean, no, I don't no, blame no. them for blowing it up. But the point is, it was anonymous. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and you're seeing some smattering of criticism of that, even from among never-Trumpers like David Frum uh, and Amanda Carpenter that, that have expressed, you know, disagreement on CNN and MSNBC saying what, what happened here was wrong. This person is able to hide behind this anonymous cloak and the fact that they gave it to the New York Times of all news outlets. You know, and then the, some of their lines in there were just so uh, kind of cartoonish that we're not the deep state, we're the steady state. I mean, just I mean, in the office today, we've joked about that just because it seems just so ridiculous. If they're so concerned about this president's stability, then why are they continuing to work and be anonymous about it? That, you know, if there's so many of these people that feel this way, one of them should step out and actually say something. Right. But the New York Times, again, and, and the other definition that a lot of people have a problem with, and that, uh, to her credit, NBC's Hallie Jackson talked about last night on MSNBC with Chris Matthews, was that each news organization has a slightly different definition for uh, who is who could be considered a senior administrative official. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's I, a I, problem. It could be the senior janitor. 
exactly. It could be someone at the EPA. It could be yeah. Assistant Secretary of Labor. Um, you know, and may not, or it could be someone who doesn't even work in the West Wing, just is at the EOB, the next to the White House, where there's hundreds, you know, there's droves of people who may not even come into contact with the president. So this de- this definition is just so kind of loose. Um, yeah, you know, I can at, see at, people... It's, in, it's just really disingenuous. Yeah, I, I can see people, uh, who, and I know how the media work, I, I can see people who work in D.C. Um, coming up with a store, a quote to, for their story, something that adds some heft to their story, and just trying to decide in their mind, do I call this guy a senior official? You know, um Ah, uh, yeah, he's, I think he's a senior official. I mean, it's just it's it's such a meaningless term anymore because there's so many of them. Um, but are, are are you able to predict how each network is going to react to stories like this? As far as the intensity, I mean, and the glee and the hysteria. Right. Oh, absolutely. I think with with CNN in particular being the most gleeful and the most excited about this, you know, you have people again talking about a constitutional crisis. That's a word, and, and the national emergency, and then some people on MSNBC saying the same thing. They've been using these terms with every single big news story since this president took office. It's kind of like the boy who cried wolf. They keep saying this over and over and over again, and just the word has lost its meaning. You know, we're all still here. We're, you and I are talking. There's no nuclear war like right. we thought there was, like some a lot of people thought, you know, last year. Um, that there would be people out in the street, that women, you know, would be kind of this handmaid's tale dystopia world that yeah. some in the left are perpetu- you know, claiming is going to happen or has happened. And here we are, and, and we're still going on. America is still prospering. And so I think the hysteria, particularly on cable, is, is one to watch because... It, it's just a very predictable pattern that we're seeing right here. They're trying to say this is unprecedented, mm-hmm. and we're trying to keep them honest. And it, it, it's something they've been saying since this president took office, and Michael Flynn was fired, and Sally Yates was fired, and the Scaramucci era came and went, uh, and you just, you name it. Any number kind of dominoes that have fallen, they're trying to say that this is just a, you know, this is really a constitutional crisis, and I'm just left rolling my eyes at this. Now, do you think, and I know you don't have a, there's no way of knowing this for sure, but just uh, just based on your experience and paying attention to this stuff, if that same person had offered the same op-ed without a name on it to the New York Post, which is a conservative uh, uh, vehicle, would um, would the New York Post have printed that? Well, something to say, I think they, they have stood out against this president on certain things, particularly they talked about guns and when administrative officials are fired and when he has made any number of missteps, whether it was his line about certain countries yeah. or or Charlottesville. So, and again, this kind of note, the, the editorial board versus the news division. Right. So it's tough to say but i think it, again it would have had a little bit more clout but the fact that it's the new york times it's the failing new york times and not just the president kind of well the president has an on and off dislike of that he loves being cited in the new york times there's plenty of evidence of that because it's the biggest newspaper in his hometown right but but for among trump supporters the new york times in terms of newspapers is enemy number one in terms of those outlets so i i just think it gives way less credibility and now it's kind of backfired with even never trumpers wondering what this guy was doing because you can debate the merits of what they said but we don't know who this person is what the new york times definition of a senior administrative official is so just questions like that just leave so many holes and things to be desired uh, when this person if they kind of would have resigned and shown their face it might have had more sway, but now we're in a situation where people may remember from the 90s primary colors that as we learned who Joe Klein was, right. was who wrote that. So we're kind of in that situation until they come out like Joe Klein and say, you know, I'm the author of primary colors. We're kind of left guessing here, and it really doesn't do anybody's – well, it, pundits can think about it, but journalists should not be really kind of engaging in such hyperbole like Crystal is at CNN is doing this huge piece about who it could be and why and why not. Oh, yeah, they're, they they're throwing names out, aren't they? They're, they're throwing yeah, names. They are throwing names out there, and the media should be in the business of facts and information, things that they can say are definitively true. And that's a lot of what the news isn't now. It's analysis, and it's punditry mm-hmm. dressed up as news. 
We're talking to Curtis Hauk of uh, Newsbusters. Um, he's the managing editor there. And would it, I'm, I'm, I know the answer to this question, but I'm going to ask you anyway. Uh, would it be too much to ask for some skepticism since whoever wrote it uh, didn't have the yeah. guts to put a name on it? Exactly. And we don't even know their background. You know, were they someone who was with the president since day one? Were they on a rival campaign? Um, you know, they talk about John McCain, were they kind of in the heat of a moment? They were upset about what this president had said about John McCain when John McCain, pa- you know, now that John McCain has passed away, because they talk about that in the piece, you know. Um, and if, what are they, a cabinet official? And again, just who they are, you know, would also give us a kind of glimpse, at least some of us who would know kind of the structure of how, of the White House, how much interaction this person really has. You know, if it's a staff secretary or something like that, as we've learned with Brett Kavanaugh, a staff secretary position is very influential, whereas, or uh, someone who's just a uh, another secretary who answers the phones and is right outside the Oval Office, or is it someone on, like, an economic council of advisors or something like that, uh, as some people have, you know, speculated, it, where it's kind of only on a certain uh, kind of bit of issues, part of issues, where they're around the president. You know, again, there's just so many questions here that it kind of takes away from whatever substance, true or not, of what this person wrote. An NBC analyst uh, this morning, I think it was on the Today Show, uh, called the writer courageous. Where's the (laughs) courage? Yeah. It's John Brennan, the guy who voted for the Communist Party back in the 80s for president. So, where's the courage uh, there, Curtis? I don't. You know, being an anonymous source is not courageous. You're able to kind of hide behind this cloak of anonymity here. Um, You know, there's a reason we have whistleblower laws for people who actually want to blow the whistle on. We saw that with the VA scandal uh, or the IRS scandal, problems in the federal bureaucracy that people want to uh, raise questions about that they can be protected. But people aren't doing that. They're just calling up their friends at the, you know, trying to protect their own credibility and their own legacy. And, you know, just to be cynical, even more cynical here, trying to parlay that into a future cable news gig, working for one of the, either one of the broadcast networks or one of the cable networks someday. That's exactly what this is about, because you're seeing that with Obama officials littered across CNN, MSNBC, you know, everywhere else. Um, So I think that's kind of what you're seeing here with some Trump officials trying to cover themselves or make a stand against this president anonymously so that then they could maybe use that and build those relationships that they they can then cash in later. And what would require courage would be to come out and write the editorial with your name on it, the op-ed with your name on it, and then show up on Fox News uh, with your face on camera and just say everything you said in the op-ed and say, yep, it's true. That would take some right. courage, uh, and yeah. I don't see any. It's not. Yeah, no. it's not. the. It, yeah, being anonymous in publishing this op-ed is only a few more steps further than just being a, uh, the, a main source of, a, of an anonymous story that you see every day in the Washington Post or New York Times. It's just a few steps higher up the rung than just any other conversation, that someone put that out there and published this and... And it was a lot of talk about I, that I this and we this, mm-hmm. and it's just a lot of uh, self-centeredness and just ego to just a lot of ego here that the people uh, in the media derived as president for. But this person, clearly, the fact that even this person did this shows how much of an ego that they have. Well, I only have about a minute left, but at the top of the show, I said that as long as it stays anonymous, uh, it is fair to suggest that somebody at the Times wrote it. <laughs> Right. I mean, I I'm inclined to, I'm inclined to actually give this the benefit of the doubt that they actually that it's someone actually at the White House because there's so many people who who by different definitions fit the bill of senior administrative official. It's just someone who actually probably thinks they're a bigger deal than they actually are. And it did, the person the the editorial director at the New York Times did admit that there was some you know basic. English editing to mm-hmm. just make tight tighten things up yeah. and whatever else that they may have you know made in terms of an error just basic editing but uh, so it well, was shaped a little bit by the time yeah and I I just say that as long as you're not I mean I, I don't really believe that but until there's a name on it it could have been written by anybody so right exactly. inclu- including that, that the janitor the at the New York Times you know anybody <laughs> exactly just anybody at the White House you know yeah. someone who puts the coffee out right. I don't know. <laughs> 
Hey, Curtis, I appreciate you being on, as always. No problem. Go Penn State. All right. Thank you, Curtis. <laughs> Who are they playing this week? Pitt. Oh, oh yeah. I forgot. Yeah, I forgot. Thanks, Curtis. <laughs> you got it in. Take care, everybody. All right. Curtis Hauk of Newsbusters, and we will be right back. close to retirement? Experienced a nice Trumponomics bump in your portfolio? Well, we know the market goes up, and unfortunately, we also know it goes down. Don't risk your retirement to market whims. Learn how you can lock in those gains today by spending time with the team at Marley Financial. Todd Marley and the experts at Marley Financial can help you design a retirement plan that is bulletproof against the market's ups and downs. The team at Marley Financial uses a multitude of different techniques to make sure that you have a retirement plan that is tax-friendly, stable, and worry-free. Oh, and Speaking of taxes, did you know that Marley Financial can handle that too? With all the changes in the tax laws, be sure you're taking advantage of the best possible deduction and make sure you know what adjustments to make for your overall financial picture going forward. Call today for a no-obligation consultation to see just how for 25 years the clients at Marley Financial have never had a retirement plan fail. Call 724-884-1496 today. 724-884-1496 or visit them at MarleyFG.com. How much do you spend on your pest control each year? 200 300 or even $500 or more? What if I said you could spend less than $25 a year, even less with promo code RADIO20? Then listen up. G'day, I'm Scott from Plug-In Pest Free, and yes, it is possible to rid your home or business of unwanted pests for less than $25 per year. The answer is Plug-In Pest Free. Our bestseller, the Plug-In Pest Free Pro, will cover up to 4,000 square feet. Now that's fair dinkum. For just a one-time cost of only $249, even less with promo code RADIO20, you'll be pest-free for years to come. Log on to gopestfree.com today. Use promo code RADIO20 and start driving those pests away. Don't spray and regret. Plug in and forget. gopestfree.com. That's gopestfree.com. Promo code RADIO20. The Pittsburgh North Regional Chamber invites you to a taste of cranberry. Monday, September 24th, over 20 of your favorite local eateries and chains converge on the Doubletree by Hilton and Cranberry with unlimited samples from 5 to 8 p.m. Enjoy great food, entertainment, kids zone, and prizes. Tickets are available now at pghnorthchamber.com. Don't miss a taste of cranberry Monday, September 24th at the Doubletree by Hilton and Cranberry. Visit pghnorthchamber.com. The country has been pushed to the limit. Our political bonds have been torn apart. We need a true leader who can save us from certain doom. (laughs) Unfortunately, we can only find this guy. Hey, it's Glenn Beck. Glenn Beck is coming live to talk about the right path forward and to make fun of the people standing in the way. He might not be able to save the country, but at least we can all go down laughing. Glenn Beck Live, Saturday, November 3rd, Carnegie Music Hall of Homestead. Reserved seats on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. at librarymusichall.com. You know the moment. The homework and dishes are done. Your family responsibilities have been met. The shoes slip off and you lie back. It's that end of day. Ah, That's the relief you'll feel when you rest on the body-comforting orthopedic made locally at the Original Mattress Factory. Relief from middleman markups and a hard day's work. The Original Mattress Factory. Thoughtfully made, honestly priced. OriginalMattress.com Great beds, no bull. That is the original Mattress Factory difference. Quality products plus factory direct prices equals great value. Mattresses that are designed with better materials. Mattresses that are hand-built in local factories. Mattresses that cost hundreds less than the mainstream mattress brands. Now, I know what you're thinking. This all sounds too good to be true, right? Well, it isn't. Stop by one of our factory locations or visit us at OriginalMattress.com to see the OMF difference for yourself. The Original Mattress Factory. Thoughtfully made, honestly priced. This is the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. I don't know about you, but my number one takeaway so far from the Kavanaugh hearings has, has been that it's a, uh, it's a display of the swamp creatures from both sides. Way too many people who have been in D.C. making decisions for way too long. Got crazy today. Um, Cory Booker, the senator from New Jersey, he threatened to use... Uh, to disclose a confidential email, which would have been against Senate rules, 
And he got dramatic about it and said, I'm going to do it even if I get expelled from the Senate, and it's going to be my Spartacus moment. And then he, uh, then it turned out that they, the, the emails were actually already released, and it wasn't a big deal. But Cory Booker, he's, he's made a name for himself, like his folksy story about T-Bone. T-Bone comes to me after I get elected and says to me, Corey, Corey, can we go for a ride? And I say, T-Bone, your car or mine? <laughs> and I very nervously get into his car. And we drive off of Martin Luther King Boulevard, up South Orange, and we pull over to the side of the road. And I sit there, and T-Bone tells me, you got to get me out of here. And I'm like, okay, T-Bone, I got some programs, some plans. You see, we at that point had gotten the drug dealers away from the Okay, Okay, that's a really interesting story there, Corey. The only problem is T-Bone doesn't exist. He made him up, okay? That's who was going to have his Spartacus moment today. This is a guy who wants to be president. He made him up. He made up this creature, not creature, character, uh, T-Bone. I got creature on my mind, swamp creatures. But he he made up this character, T-Bone, and he used him a lot telling stories about how tough it was growing up in New Jersey and how he still uh, relates to this guy and has, um, you know, just deals with him and takes care of him. And he's this T-Bone. And the only problem is T-Bone doesn't exist. So there you go. With Just just keep that in mind the next time you see Cory Booker getting a little bit overly dramatic. That's kind of his thing. Last thing before I go, i got to mention that uh, Burt Reynolds died today, 82 years old. If you are of a certain age, you remember when Burt Reynolds was about as cool as they get. Ridiculously handsome, athletic, former running back at Florida State, cool enough to be hosting The Tonight Show and filling in for Johnny Carson. Really funny guy. Uh, Good actor, too. And uh, in some entertaining movies, hasn't been seen much lately. He was actually working on a movie um, when he died. He died of uh, heart failure today, uh, 82 years old. Burt Reynolds, one of the coolest guys uh, ever. He was just a cool guy, and uh, he had a good life. He's gone now. Rest in peace, Burt Reynolds. I'll see you here tomorrow. The John Steigerwall Show is a production of AM 1250, The Answer, and Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.